tune into your podcast with your girl knee baby and that is no other than brown stone if you love me that is my mama's jam and it's been on my spirit uh since this morning so i've been feeling like if you love me say it if you want me prove it y'all thank y'all for tuning in on the live stream as well on tiktok if you're not already following me on instagram make sure you follow me on instagram at knee baby comedy make sure you click the link in my bio and go to my webpage and subscribe to my webpage my webpage will be fixed up and a little edited and a little stuff, stuff be changed around on there in about the next month or so uh and everybody that has invested into my project that i'm working on with my beautiful team members thank y'all so much we're able to get our foot best foot forward and um move forward with everything as far as contracts being able to pay people knowing our numbers and doing numbers and getting everything situated so definitely the topic of discussion today is jeffrey dahmer even though jeffrey dahmer's case is an old case um i followed it way i the shit the stuff started happening with him in 91 um when he first went off on his killing spree but back in like the early 2000s um after he was already in prison. They already came out with a movie about it, a series about it. Um, they did a documentary about it. He was um, on Netflix and Hulu and all these other uh, platforms uh, with his case. And it was often on uh, what they call that uh, episode where they talk about like celebrity serial killers and stuff like that. He was on there uh, a few times. But what I wanted to get into uh, about the Jeffrey Dahmer case is more of the police not giving a fuck about what was being said during this case no i was very young when i first uh saw the jeffrey dahmer case um and then i was also still very young i've been watching the id channel oxygen and snapped and first 48 for whoo since i was like 18 19 it's been coming out and if y'all haven't noticed that um shreveport louisiana where i was raised up in they have a tv uh show on um the id channel called uh murder chose me and in one of the episodes a lot of those dudes that was in that shooting and in that killing uh we was with them that night and we had just my hungry ass we had just left them with them and we had went um to go to checkers to get something to eat and they end up killing somebody that night so if you are into investigative uh things and killings and murders and you know figuring out you know the cases and stuff like that other than law and order svu the real actual cases that are going on definitely murder chose me is a tv series that you can get into it only has like four or five seasons on it i don't think it has too many seasons on it should really have a thousand seasons because it's a lot going on but in the jeffrey dahmer case what stood out to me the most this time was the police officers you seen that this young man looked it younger than 19 years old if you looked at the picture of the kid the 14 year old kid that was really one of the first victims 
you can tell that he was 14 years old. The fact that they laughed about it, the fact that they thought it was funny, homosexuality was funny, and the dude was just drunk, and he was, you, when you are a police officer, I feel like, and this is just me, you should know the signs of different drugs. You should know when somebody is on an ecstasy pill. You should know when somebody is taking a Xanax. You should know when somebody is inebriated from drinking or drinking too much wine or champagne. You should know somebody who is high off marijuana. You should know somebody who's took no or opioids. You should know somebody who has took heroin or methamphetamine. You should know these people who are, you know, using the hard stuff versus the soft stuff. You should know. So as a police officer back then, you mean to tell me at your better judgment, you said, this is a 19 year old. I'm going to go off with this white man saying, I got three black women. I have three neighbors. All saying the same thing that this is not a 19 year old. This is not his boyfriend. We have never seen him over here. We know him from a couple blocks up. This is not who this kid is. No, his brother goes to school with my daughter. You had three black women telling you that. But one white man, Jeffrey Dahmer, told you. That's my boyfriend. He just had too much to drink. That's OK for you to get on the radio and call back but what was even more evil y'all dropped me these mustaches what was even more evil was the simple fact that they got suspended and then hired back with fifty-five thousand dollars back pay and they both got the retire from the police department they both got to retire for the police department and with all the justice that we're doing right now if we should get any justice if we should seek any justice it should be if both of these police officers are amongst the living right now they should be incarcerated they should be taken to trial they should be able to pay their dues right now for that young that young 14 year old that lost his life that night and for every other person that lost their life that night because it was their fault if you want to point the finger at somebody, yes, Jeffrey Dahmer's mother was a batshit case. She was, she was, she wasn't really bat batshit crazy to me. She wanted to chase the UFOs. Wasn't nothing wrong with the youngest brother, was it? No. The mama wasn't that crazy. Hell, y'all don't believe in UFOs. Y'all don't believe in the unknown. That's your fault. The father failed him. The mother and the father failed him. She left, they left him there. He had abandonment issues. No justification on him killing any of my black people, though. He had abandonment issues. What pissed me off the most was the simple fact that these two police officers, who was the main ripple effect, because Jeffrey Dahmer knew, all I got to do is play calm. He was smart. All I got to do is, he, he was, he, you couldn't tell me it wasn't well thought out in his mind. When he got close to Tony is what pissed me off. He liked it, Tony. He didn't drug Tony. When Tony went back for them keys, he had thought about it and said, I should have did it. If Tony would have never went back for them keys that night, he wouldn't have been murdered that night. But that following week, he would have went back, he would have. That following week, he would have been back, he would have. Because it was already starting. It was already spiraling. <clears throat> Everybody's like, Oh, now y'all want to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Y'all ain't want to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. But y'all don't want to talk about <clears throat> the black man that killed Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. <coughs> it was three murderers from Wisconsin that were all in the same correctional facility. A black man and two white men. This black man knew, right? This black man knew that Jeffrey Dahmer 
only went for black gay males because black gay males wasn't going to be sought out seen didn't have family so he thought didn't have people that was gonna worry about him and look for him you know what i'm saying so he he went off with people the police wasn't gonna go worry about jeffrey was smart he went after the people that the police wasn't gonna worry about what people do the police not really give a fuck about the black people the melanated people the people of color the police didn't give a fuck about the 14 year old why because he was a a melanin person he was a person of color they didn't give a fuck about him because they seen a white man that was probably gay he was like oh he cool you know we're gonna we're gonna let him go you know that is the issue so jeffrey Dahmer was smart you can't say he was mentally nothing he was smart right correct me at any time if i'm wrong he was smart. He knew what he was doing. So this black man in jail, he hears about this. Okay. And then it's another white man who kills his wife, stabs his wife 21 times in the face. This, this second, this second white man, all of them in the same proximity, all of them in the same city, all of them in the same state, right? He stabs his wife 21 times in the face because she didn't want to reconcile with him. That's a different type of domestic violence. He stabbed his wife 21 times in the face and told the police officers that it was two black men that ran off and it was two black men that did this and it was two black men and he only had minor cuts and wounds to his chest. Self-conflicted, self, self afflicted, stab wounds on his chest. So this black man that's in prison with these two other white dudes he happens to be working out with these guys, left unattended, all three of them, and he beats them both to death with a weight. You can't tell me that the COs had nothing to do with that. You can't tell me that the people who was running that correctional facility had nothing to do with that. So... And everybody like, well, you can't justify, you can't justify, you can't justify because he killed a white man. First of all, you're a black man who was promised a full-time position. First of all, you're a black man who was promised a full-time position. And the person that promised you that full-time position ends up getting fired. So then you go to the next person that's in line and you telling him, man, what about my position? Y'all playing me? Y'all ain't trying to allow me to work here as a black man. You don't know what he was going through mentally. He was already drunk. He was already taking a few beers and taking a few shots, just left the bar, went up to the place where he worked at, and he killed the new supervisor manager on Lee. He ended up going to prison. He went to prison. He was serving his time because he was young. And, you know, in, in Wisconsin, you know, sort of like I said, where you are in those different type of places in Milwaukee, wherever they was, laws are different in every place you go. You have to know the laws of your land. You have to know the laws of your city and state. You have to know those laws. Those laws only matter in the place you're going to. If you travel, if, if you were living in Texas, if you're living in Texas and you move to uh, Indiana, you live in Texas, you move to Indiana. The laws in Texas are different from the laws in Indiana. The laws in Indiana are different from the laws in Virginia. Virginia make up their own goddamn laws. But I do honestly feel that the correctional officers set that up. You never know who's related. They're all in the same time. You don't know who in that thing that's related to any people that he done, you know, killed or any people that had anything to do with anything. And them COs be knowing. 
Them CEOs be knowing. You can't tell me that a CEO is blindsided to anything that's going on. Them CEOs know. And half the time, it, it be the crooked CEOs that don't want the killers in there. Because they like, shit, if you ain't going to get death, we're going to give you death. Because nine times out of ten, you in there for a worse crime than somebody else done. And if you know if you done killed black people and you have a black person in your facility that just killed somebody, they ain't got no problem with taking you out, my boy. That's why you gang up. That's why you get these certain clicks when you go to prison and stuff like that. So I get it. I understand. But can't nobody tell me that the two police officers that were involved in the first original 911 call to Jeffrey Dahmer's apartments, it was three neighbor witnesses Three of those women were black women who had been constantly calling, had been seeing stuff, had been had their eyes on Jeffrey Dahmer, and they ignored the people, they ignored the neighbors, they ignored the witnesses, and they went with what he said. Yeah, he got what he got. He did. I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, Jeffrey Dahmer, definitely got what he got. But you know what I'm saying? He had no remorse. He had no feelings. He didn't give a fuck. And when you speak on mental health issues, you can't say. You know, and, and, and let me break this down. It was something that I seen today, and and if it resonate, allow it to resonate. You are depressed because you're constantly focus on focusing on what is in the past. You have high anxiety because you're constantly asphyxiated on what's in the future. Meaning that your mind is often thought about what you fucked up in the past. The relationships you done dealt with in the past. The people who done played you in the past. The toxic family and relationships you done went through in the past. The people who failed you at your jobs and your employment in the past. Everything that's happened in the past. So then you constantly get depressed because you're constantly thinking about past situations. When you have high anxiety, you're constantly thinking about future events what you want to do to the future in the future what you're going to do in the future how you're going to get to the future what's going to happen in the future so that's constantly anxiety that's constant anxiety and you wonder why you're depressed and you wonder why your anxiety is flaring up it's because of the simple fact you're constantly living in the past and focusing on the future when we have to understand understand and understand that we have to live for the moment we are given each day to wake up in a new 24 hours and let it let let me say this in a new 23 hours of the day and we are able to start over be begin over, do over, and what we wasn't able to do the day before. So therefore, if this new day brings me change, why aren't I changing what I just did the day before? Why aren't I not worried about it? Why aren't I not focusing about it? Why aren't I dealing? Why am I not living for the day? For the day, for the moment. Y'all be constantly hollering about, oh, 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 manifestations work for the day. Your affirmations work for the day. That's why you have to say them every day. That's why you have to manifest every day. That's why you have to meditate, do yoga, stretch, walk, breathe, do these every day. That's why you have to constantly forgive every day, constantly love every day, show kindness every day, be humble every day. And even though this happened in 91... We're still living in those same times. We're still dealing with the lack of police interaction into domestic violence calls. Shootings. If you ask me, I think certain police officers, if not all police officers in all precincts, should go and undervalue mental evaluation. They should go through mental evaluation. They should go through some type of mental training with a therapist per each month or per each 15 days. 
You should not have these police officers working for your city and your community and they have mental issues. You should not have these police officers working in your city and your state and they are racist. They are underlying women haters. They are underlying black people haters. They are underlying Mexican haters. They are underlying, I don't like the melanin color haters, but you are steady hiring these people. We are not talking about the, the whole police department who walked out on being under a black woman in North Carolina. We're not talking about the whole police department, including the chief of police walking out because they were under a new management of a black woman. They don't want to see black women prosper. They don't want to talk about black women preaching. They don't want to talk about black people, black women being entrepreneurs and CEOs and producers and lawyers and doctors and everything else, teachers and more. They don't want to do that. It was a black woman who was telling the police that Jeffrey Dahmer was sick. He was doing some shit in his apartment that she knew for sure was not supposed to be going on. It was a black woman. And y'all ignored it. Y'all didn't want to hear it. Black woman's power is her intuitiveness. A black woman's power, I'm going to say that again, is her intuitiveness. A black woman's power is her gut feeling to know that something ain't right. A melanated woman power or any woman of color, of dark descent, of melanated descent, you know in your gut, in your intuition, something ain't right. She knew. She reached out. She did what she was supposed to do in the system. Yet again, for black people right now and to this day, especially black women, failed her. Failed the 14-year-old and failed many other victims after that. Many other lives after that. For two white men that were able to get 55000 in back payment. That were able to get their jobs back. That were able to get back on the streets and patrol. How many more people did they let go? How many more people did they let die? How many more people do we have to continuously to go back to? The Jeffrey Dahmer case has caused a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression because we went back to it yet again. And what I liked it about Oliver versus the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's case, if y'all knew, if y'all watched the actual documentaries, uh, Oliver was one of the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer and his estates and his family sued uh, Milwaukee for, I think, $3.5 million, even though money doesn't cover it. And the lawyer in, in the 90s said this. He said, Jeffrey Dahmer shall not get exposure from this case. Even though he might, everything that they get from this case, whether it's movies, whether it's documentary series, it should go to the families of the victim. It took a white man to say that. This lawyer was a badass lawyer for the Oliver Estates and the Oliver family. So you have to understand, overstand, and understand all things when it comes to the system, when it comes to the laws of your land, when it comes to the buddy system, when it comes to not going to people's houses that you just met. We are still doing these things these young black gay men were doing and these young, just because somebody offer you $50, just because somebody offer you $100, just because somebody say, oh, I got this, I got that. You giving, it's so many trans women that has not seek justice. It's so many gay men and gay women that still has not gotten justice for their deaths, for their disappearances, for their 
missing for their bodies end up in the river. It's so many black men and young black kids that still don't have justice. It's so many melanated people out here that still have not seen justice. But what they want us to do is low vibrational frequencies. They want us to be depressed. They want us to have mental anxiety. They want us to follow through stress because they want to continue putting these old things in our faces so that way we can bring up old trauma. So that way we can relive old situations. So that way we can relive in the moment. But I do hope and pray that Netflix paid each and every family their portion every time it's aired, every time it streams, every time somebody pulls it up, every time somebody Googles it. And if Netflix do not do what they supposed to do as a company, as a company, then I promise you, they need to go down, 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 down. And next uh, topic we're going to talk about is Brett Favre and his conversation and his little situation tomorrow on your podcast. Um, I'm your girl, Nee Baby. I thank everybody for tuning in on my live stream. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, until next time, I love y'all. Peace out.